Welcome to the Songwriter Connection Podcast, where we look at the craft of songwriting through the eyes of the songwriter. Each week, we make a connection with a music maker, listen to their songs, and hear their stories. From Nashville, Tennessee, here's your host, Dave Ledahan. Hi, I'm Dave. Thanks for joining us in the Songwriter Connection Podcast. This is season three now. We're on episode two, and I've got guests today that I've been fans of for uh, some time now. First time I saw them play at the Maxwell House uh, together. They were a husband and wife team known as Dark Waters Project, and we're going to find out all about them. And as you know, we always like to start with a song, and I'm going to do something on this show um, that I've never done before. I've never done this before, but I want to play this before I introduce uh, the people behind the Dark Waters Project. And let me tell you why I'm choosing to play a cover song. I'm choosing to play it because I think it's phenomenal, for one. And two, I think it's so important as a songwriter artist, you're going to have to do covers from time to time. But it's so cool when you could take a cover and really make it your own. I mean, put your own spin on it. And that's exactly what our guests have done with this one here. I'm not even going to tell you the name of it because you know the song. You really do. But take a listen to their take. This is Dark Waters Project. You're listening to the Songwriter Connection Podcast. We 
Did I not say it was amazing? Another brick in the wall. That is the Dark Waters Project, and they are our guests on Songwriter Connection. Let me introduce you. Uh, Adam Hemby is here on guitar, and I know Cherish uh, is here, and she plays guitar and mandolin, right? Good to have you here, guys. Thank you so much, man. Let me ask you off the bat, and I'm telling you that that is my favorite cover, I think, of all time, because what the treatment you've given it. um, It means the world to me. Yeah. I mean, tell us how that came about. (laughs) Why that song? A couple of years ago, um, we lived in a condo in East Nashville, in, uh, mm-hmm. like the Rivergate area. Yeah. And um, I came into the house one evening, and upstairs I heard this really cool melody, and I was like, what in the world is that? And I, I heard her playing it, you know. And it, by the way, if you hear the little, what sounds like snoring, it's a pug. <laughs> we it's have our, a pug. A, we have Yoda Yoda, us, right? Yoda is with us. Yeah. Yoda to our the studio. 15-year-old pug. He's like 10,000 years old and dog. <laughs> We're sitting around the dining room table like we do on this podcast, and he's underneath. So yeah. it's good to have him on the show, too. Everybody yeah. has pants on except for him. Uh, <laughs> anyway, so um, or years ago, we were, we were kind of hanging out, and uh, like I said, I heard I heard this really cool melody upstairs in our condo in East Nashville, and, <laughs> and I walked upstairs, and um, and I listened outside the door like a creeper, and I heard Cherish playing this really cool melody, and I was like, what in the world is that? Yeah. So I like walk in, and she's playing, and then she hits the chorus, and I was like, oh my God, it's Pink Floyd. I was like, that is really freaking cool, man. <laughs> so I grabbed my guitar, and I started doing these little harmonics and stuff on it, and then she just played it, and we just kind of messed with it, and it was completely her arrangement. Wow. Like She just like just had this really cool, uh, this really cool thing going, and so uh, that summer, um, we went to uh, the Smoky Mountain Songwriting Festival in Gatlinburg. Yeah. And uh, we played it out on the front porch of the Gatlinburg Inn for probably 30 or 40 people, and everybody flipped out. Oh, I mean, man. they were just like, oh, my God, that was really cool. And we were like, I was like, yeah, this is Cherish's arrangement of this song. And, and, man, it got super popular. We had a bunch of people tell us they wanted to record it for us, and we ended up taking it to our producer, a guy named Lee Groich, mm-hmm. Skaggs Family Records. And, wow. Uh, Skaggs Family. It, yeah. <laughs> yeah. We took it to um, we took it to Lee, and uh, Lee ended up doing this to it. I mean, Lee wow. turned our skeleton of a song know into this extraordinary piece of music and you know my point is this you know people don't realize that arrangement yeah. is such an important part of songwriting is it Huge. not it really Absolutely. is it will, yeah. yeah definitely you can have the best song in the world but if you can't arrange it right, <laughs> right. that people would like it, it yeah you know, that's it's, true it's not gonna work yeah <laughs> that's true you know it's uh, really cool we've talked in this uh podcast before about my um, distaste for putting people in a genre uh, or in a box and say you are folk, you are rock, you are country. I love the acts that define their own genre. And there's people like my friend uh, Jamie Harris who calls her type of music folk and roll. And um, my friend um, uh, Olivia Francis, who calls her Sunshine Story Pop. And uh, I mean, there's more. Our friends Credenda, who you ask them, they say, well, it's music for the soul. And and, it, and when you listen to their music, um, you understand why it is. Mm-hmm. So what I love is you say you're dark grass. So <laughs> I love that you have defined what you do. And maybe you can tell us what, what, what that is. Oh, man. Can you? Is there... Just kind of, um, it's funny because actually Adam came up with that, that you? term for it. Yeah, it's yeah. just, um, uh, we just have such a, I don't know, kind of a, a, a good sadness mm-hmm. to our bluegrass. A and good so sadness. That's yeah. what one of our friends, um, Keith Harden, uh-huh. he actually described yeah, it he as. He was like, he said, like, that your music just has like a good sadness. Like it gives you a, a space to feel how you how you feel mm. it doesn't cover up what what you're going through 
Yeah, I mean, um, it, it kind of came about. You can with, describe it better. I'm kind of weird. We always call it like a, we <laughs> always call it like a, a mix of yeah. bluegrass and alternative rock. I mean, it's crazy. Like when Cherish, it's a great combination. Yeah, it is. I mean, yeah. if you ever listen to like uh, Avett Brothers, Mumford yeah. and Sons, any of that kind of stuff, Absolutely. I wouldn't call them American. I mean, they get kind of lumped into Americana, but it's kind of what everybody gets thrown into that doesn't know what the hell they are. That doesn't have a real yeah. genre. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. It's, it's like oh, it's Americana. Yeah, yeah. it was made in America. Like, yeah. 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 I was like, yeah. that's that doesn't even fit Mumford and Sons. They're English. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. So um yeah, that's kinda that's kinda what it was. It's like we just nobody knew what to call it. Some mm-hmm. people were just like, Well, it's kinda country. I was like, it's not really country. I was like, We wouldn't get played no. on country stations. It was especially modern, good lord. Um so yeah, we just kinda it's just kinda like an alternative or like an alternative rock band with a bunch of bluegrass lead instruments. I love it. I and absolutely that was, love it. That was kinda how the thing came about. And I, I like the dark grass thing because you know it's kinda got like that rock element to bluegrass. Mm-hmm. You know, so so is that where the name Dark Waters Project grew out of that? Or no, no. Did you have that first? It's what? actually um, out of the Bible. It's actually, um, you have to have faith to step out on the dark waters and follow Jesus. Mm. And so it's about it's about an ongoing journey in ah. life. Just, uh, stepping out of the boat. Stepping yeah. out of the boat yeah. Yeah. with faith. Yeah. yeah. And, and it's... Um, and it's uh, especially doing the kind of music we do in this day and age. It's like, a, you know. Is there a tinge of gospel to what you do, too? A little bit, Some, yeah. yeah. We, yeah. Um, we had, um, like, our backgrounds in, in music were, um, we did all kinds of music. I mean, we did uh, praise and worship, uh, mm. all kinds of stuff back in the day. Mm-hmm. And just kind of, uh, kind of evolved into what we do now. So yeah, there's a little bit of gospel, especially in his background. <laughs> yeah, mine's <laughs> a little different. Mine's more like you know, folk, mm. Simon and Garfunkel yeah. was my jam, you know? Yeah. I mean, yeah. I oh, I love them too. Oh God. How about you, yeah. Adam? Who were who you? Uh, main, my, main flues. I grew up as a, I mean, singing in church, like Southern mm. gospel. Oh, Southern gospel. Gosh, like if you've ever heard like the McCaney's Gold City, the Gaither vocal band. Oh yeah. The Isaacs, well, which is really cool. Like actually one of the Isaacs, Ben Isaac is on our album. Ben really? Isaacs does yeah. vocals and, uh, and plays so on it. Bass. Plays oh. stand up cool. on it. Oh, wow. Well, that was yeah. one of the coolest experiences to get to hang out with him I'll and play. It was it was really cool. Yeah, and Greg Ritchie, he plays with the he's He plays the drummer. with the Gaither vocal Yeah, band. he plays with Gaither. Yeah, he's on here, too. But, um, yeah, I grew up doing that, man. I mean, I grew yeah. up, my whole family, basically, on my dad's side, is all, are all gospel singers. Every that's great. Every single one of them. We have nope. a, a group called the Singing Hambies. That's a southern gospel band. They sing all over. And know, that's your family? East Tennessee, yeah. Wow, that's great. Is that where you came from, East, East Tennessee? Yeah. And I'm Cher- actually a Tennessean. A Tennessee? And Cherish, where are you from? I was born in Norman, Oklahoma, or sorry, Oklahoma City, but Oklahoma lived City. in Norman until I was nine and then came to Nashville. So, yeah. Wonderful. How long have you been together? Where did you meet? Oh, God. Uh, yeah. <laughs> That's the best. Is, well, both of our exes brought us to a Bible study in Cookville. All okay. right. We Cookville. ended up meeting, and we ended up meeting in Cookville yeah, at a Bible study. It was a cell group at somebody's house, but I just, I don't know, walked in with my guitar and my djembe. Mm. And he was in the corner and he was playing music. And it's like I walked in and I could hear his voice before I came around the corner and saw him. And his voice was home. Yeah. Like it was like God said, this is your home. Wow. His voice, you know. And I came around the corner and saw him for the first time after hearing his voice. And I was just like. Oh, boy. Yeah. And we Love just, it for sight. Yeah. Wow. For yeah, me. Was, yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. When I saw her, she uh, she came around the corner of living room of the house and mm-hmm. she she was holding the guitar and the djembe which is like a hand drum yeah and uh, she had really short spike blonde hair and i always tell people i've had my breath taken from me two times in my life <laughs> the first time is when i went into a plane on the way to Milan, italy 
above the clouds. And then the second time is when she walked into the room. Oh, my. And, uh, <laughs> oh, God. Was, there's kind of a That's funny something. story behind it. Like when, So that evening that we met at the Bible study, and we didn't actually meet at first. Like we basically, I spent the entire Bible study trying not to stare at her. Um, the entire time. She's hard not to stare at it. Like an hour and a half. Yeah, it's true. I'm kind of weird looking. Very, yeah, my yeah, hair's right. sticking up. Yeah. I'm like, weird. That's, that's, the, that's the adjective we're looking for. Um, so, uh, yeah, it was kind of crazy. Um, I still spent the whole Bible study trying not to stare at her. And then at the end of it, um, she came walking up to me with her friend. She had this friend named Eli, and they came up to me. And, uh, and I was standing there, and I had this T-shirt on. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you're familiar with the, the Sunday comics, but do you remember the little Viking, Hagar the Holy? Oh, yeah, Hagar the Holy. Yeah? Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. So if you're not, you need to look this up. <laughs> this coming Sunday, go to your uh, go to your local paper and pick up that giant stack of, of newspapers. <laughs> yeah. Buy one. Support local print. We need it. We anyway, um, so grab the funny section and go to Hagar the Horrible. He's this little fat Viking, okay? Uh-huh. So um, I had this T-shirt on. It had him on it. Uh-huh. I had his little Viking helmet on. Big red beard. He didn't have a shirt on. He had swim trunks on. He was holding a surfboard. And at the bottom of it, it said, I have the body of a god. Unfortunately, it's Buddha. (laughs) That's funny. So she walks up to me and she looks at my shirt. She looks me up and down. She reads it and she goes, that's not true at all. And I went, wait, wait, wait. Which part? (laughs) That I have the body of a god or it's Buddha? And then we started laughing. You know, like That's literally the first thing she ever said to me. Wow. That's not true at all. (laughs) Well, yeah. there you go. Cool. That's, that's how crazy. we met. That's a cool story. Immediately um, started playing music together. <clears throat> that was like our very first time we got together was was for music. Yeah, our like, first date was essentially we us. We just sat there and really? played music John and then guitar. fell asleep on our guitar cases. Oh, like, my. And then just ever since then, just back to back to back shows. I love that story. <laughs> that is a fantastic love story. Thank it's true. You. Somebody ought to make a movie out of that. I think so. <laughs> right? Would it be cool, wouldn't it? It would be cool. Now, Church, we heard you sing on uh, Another Brick in the Wall, but I, I we and you have your guitars and mm-hmm. your instruments here. Uh, and we love when you we can play live around the Duncan Fife dining room table. So maybe we can do a song where uh, we can hear Adam sing too. Oh, and I know God. you guys have wonderful harmonies too. So uh, can we talk you out of another song? Absolutely. This original? Tell yes. us about it. Yeah, this song is called um, it's called The Lost Soul River Lullaby. Mm. And what's funny about it is like I, there's a lot of really cool songs out there that like mention other songs and everything. Yeah. I've always wanted to write a song about Amazing Grace, about the actual song, and that's literally what this song is about. One of the most beautiful songs ever written. Yeah, yeah. So it's a yeah. song about Amazing Grace, mm. which is kind of cool, you know. I saw. I think it was uh, before you play. I think it was uh, uh, Steve Tyler who said the three most beautiful songs in the world are "Bridge Over Troubled Waters," oh. Simon and Garfunkel, "Amazing Grace," and the last song you wrote. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> that's so great! So let's hear this one. This is the Dark Waters that's Project on the Songwriter Connection Podcast. Adam and Cherish. Can you hear them? They're singing. Won't you come on in? And oh, Santa, is your heart on fire from a lost soul river lullaby? Oh, 
red dirt to fill a holler wine. And my heart was black as coal from the deepest mine. I cursed the good Lord and made the angels cry. I hear him calling in robes of white. Oh, sinner, can you hear that hymn? They're singing, won't you come on in? And oh, sinner, is your heart on fire from a lost soul ever? Up in the shadow of a wicked man, his fist was hard to steal with a bottle in his hand. He sent my mama to an early grave. I wouldn't have done the same to him if I'd never got saved. Oh, sinner, can you hear that? Hymn? Singing, won't you come on in? And oh, Santa, is your heart on fire from a lost soul ever? A lullaby, and they're singing Amazing Grace, how sweet the sound. And they're rising up out of the water. And playing, it's Adam Hemby uh, on guitar and vocals there, and uh, background vocals in in the mandolin. Uh, Cherish Hemby. They are known as the Dark Waters Project, and the story behind the song coming up. Got to take a little break, so don't go away. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. 
mail checks, invoices, documents, and everything you need to keep your business running. Get rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS. And with the mobile app, you can take care of mailing on the go. Make the same no-brainer decisions as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up at Stamps.com with code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. You're listening to the Songwriter Connection, connecting with music makers and hearing their songs and stories. Now back to the show with your host, Dave Linehan. Thank you for joining us on the Songwriter Connection podcast. We're laughing you know, behind the scenes because um, <laughs> they brought their dog today, which is uh, Yoda, and he's under the table. Sometimes he makes noises, <laughs> but he's a great guy. Little pug, huh? Yeah, yeah. He snorts like a like a pig and just sits <laughs> under the table. And... Wonderful. Yeah. <laughs> The Dark Waters Project, and we just listened to a great song live around the dining room table, and the story behind that song. Tell us, uh, you write that uh, together, or uh, co-write, or just you, Adam? What? Tell us about that song. That one was mostly me. I, mostly I basically yeah. brought it to her, and I said, hey, what do you think about this? And then mm-hmm. she's just like, I like this, I don't like that, you know, and we just kind of go from that. And yeah. she's like, this line isn't as good as this one. I'm like, but I really like that line. Uh, you know? <laughs> sometimes you have to take the most favorite line and boot yeah. it you know it's so yeah. weird it's so hard then i always think well maybe i can use that in another song someday you know we basically write everything together one together. way or another i mean that's good she either comes to me with stuff or i come to her or we just sit down to try something mm. so. yeah so co-writing is a big part of it huh and we've talked about co-writing before a lot of people here in nashville will set up appointments uh you know just to co-write sit down and sometimes two and three heads are better than one but you've got a built-in uh collaboration here <laughs> That's yeah, great. pretty much. It really is fantastic. <laughs> um, you've got a wonderful instrument there, uh, Cherish, and there's a little story behind that. It, it's, I love the mandolin, and I wish I could play that instrument, but that's gorgeous. Tell us about that one. Yeah, listen to that. Yeah, this this is a washburn, um, and it's just, I love this mandolin. I actually, I would see this from time to time in cases at different guitar stores and just mm-hmm. fall in love, and it's always in a glass case yeah. where you can't touch it. and. Yeah. And it's just way out of, out of my range, and and I just dreamed of having it. And then just one day, my dad drove up, and he said, "I just happened to be in the neighborhood and wanted to stop by and say hi." Mm. And um, I don't see my dad very often. Um, lost my mother years ago, and you know how family mm. kind of changes after after yeah. you lose somebody. Um, and anyway, he um. He just goes out to his truck and opens the back of it, and I didn't know what he was doing. Opens the back door, and um, and he pulls this mandolin out, and he gives it to me, and he's got tears in his eyes, no. and he says, and and he and he says, I wasn't really in the neighborhood. Oh, I just and he and he hands it to me, and it was just so special and so sweet. Because oh, yeah. um, yeah, he's just man, he's a wonderful man. His name's Jim Myatt, and he um, he actually is a luthier and makes uh guitars he has Myatt guitars if you look them up and also Myatt architecture a lot of the houses you see around come popping up everywhere yeah (laughs) Yeah. but yeah this is a I love this thing 
What a great story. Yeah. I love that. It's beautiful. Yeah, it's tobacco sunburst, just mm-hmm. gorgeous, you know. It is really yeah. something. It really yeah. is. I want to go back to, uh, you were talking about that Smoky Mountain Festival uh, a while back in uh, our last segment. And you guys won a lot of awards there, didn't you? You just, oh, you just racked up a lot of big awards, didn't you? That was just a great encouragement. At the last one, yeah. Was, yeah. yeah. Was, um, unfortunately, the lady that, um, that uh, basically the president, the person that created a lady named uh, Cindy Reeves uh, Montgomery, she... Uh, she actually passed away a couple of years ago yeah. from cancer. She's a really sweet that. lady. We really loved her. And yeah, it was crazy. Um, it, it was just really unfortunate that she passed. I mean, it was, she just, you know, she ended up passing of cancer, and it was mm-hmm. kind of out of the blue. We saw her a couple of months before she was diagnosed, and, you know, she was worried. And we were just, you know. Anyway, it was uh, it was tough. Um, but, yeah, that was a, that festival. We loved that festival. We played in it, I guess, four years out of seven Wow. I guess something like that. Yeah, we got to play the last one, um, you know. But yeah, it was a it was a good experience, and I always love going over there. I love all the people that go there. We have so many great friends that are always there. Um, uh, but our buddy John Condroni, he passed away during COVID. He was mm. always there. He was one of the big founders he was a good of man. it. He was mm. a good guy. Yeah, and then you always get to see all these just great people, like our buddy Sean uh, Gasoline and. Dallas Remington was there a couple times. Love Dallas. She was a recent uh, guest on yeah. the podcast. Yeah, she's really sweet. Oh, Such man. a talented she's lady. So she cool. is amazing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Love her. Yeah. Check out that podcast in the past if you haven't heard it. So. And she is beautiful, too. She's one of the most beautiful women. And she she's just got such cool style. Yeah. So, she really is. Yeah. Sassy. Sassy. <laughs> sassy country style, but she's so beautiful. Yeah, yeah she, she is. is. She's awesome. And a great writer as well mm-hmm. as performer. But you won the grand prize, Song of the Year, with a song called Deep Red. Yeah. And so that must have been a thrill. Oh god! It was a shock, actually. Yeah. <laughs> well, what's crazy about that is like we we entered a couple of songs in the festival. Like we just we were just like, oh, we'll throw in like five or six songs, see how they do. Just did one in like each genre, kind of. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and like the last one I had sitting there, I'd written this this like blues song, and I don't I don't play blues, don't do anything like that, and <laughs> and it was like this kind of like blues kind of country song, and and it was called. Deep Red, and mm-hmm. and I was just, I, it was literally the last one we had sitting there, and I was just like, oh, I could just toss this in there. I don't, what knows, the you know? Yeah. And um, she was like, okay, you know, so it ended up being like just a tag on at the very end, and uh, did the vocal for it and everything, and played the guitar, just an acoustic, you know, guitar vocal, and sent it in. Mm-hmm. Man, I swear it was wild. Like we get up to the very end of the show, and like we had, we had actually, we had got second in bluegrass. Wow. Um, we had got, uh, wait, did yeah, we got second in bluegrass with bridges. Yeah, we did. And then we yeah. won the pop uh, section with a song we wrote with Jane Bach called Dream Again. Another guest on our podcast, Jane Bach. Yeah, Jane, yeah, Jane Jane phenomenal. Season so cool. one. Such she's amazing. Way. Yeah, yeah she love she's her. She's a great writer, man. Yeah. She really is. Her husband, Gary, love him, too. We've yeah. got like three yeah. really good songs with Jane. Which have is you? Really cool, yeah. Oh, that's good to hear. Um, that is have, good uh, to hear. We have one called Blood in the Water. No, Blood in the Water is Jonathan Sigari. Uh-huh. Yeah. What's the other one that we wrote? We have uh, Dream Again. God, we've got so many with. With There's Jane. three of them that we really have. For some reason, <laughs> I'm having Empty Glass. A, empty Glass. That empty was the other glass, big one. Yeah. yeah. Wow. And then, um, crap, I don't know why I'm having. It's okay. We're just <laughs> my head's not working. Cr- anyway, it's, this is early in the day for me, okay? Yeah. It's funny. Our booking agent wrote the other day. She said, hey, can you guys do a show at 11 a.m. in Nashville? And I was like, ha! Yeah, right. <laughs> I was like, get up until noon. Yeah, exactly. I was like, man, yeah. we're musicians. We're musicians. Yeah. <laughs> We're out till you know, two AM almost every night. I was like, that's that's might as well be three AM. But I did I did country radio for years and I did some morning shows. And I'd always feel bad for the artists that they would bring in 
you know, they're playing. Because you can tell they can't. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, here we are, you know, 8 o'clock in the morning, 6 o'clock in the morning, and their voices are <laughs> trying to sing one of their hits. I always felt bad for them, but yeah. and but it's a necessary thing. If you're going to be a, a country star or any kind of a, a music star, you've got to do the thing. So It's brutal. It's you brutal. A four-hour show the night before until <laughs> 1 or 2 a.m., and then you got to be there at 7 a.m. And you have to yes. unload your equipment, and um, you get back to where you're staying by 4 o'clock in the morning, and yeah. then the radio show starts at 6 a.m., yeah. and you got to be there at 5 right to set up so we slept in our car one night to do that we had a radio show and we were like we, uh, we gotta be there uh, so we crazy. literally pulled up in their parking lot and just took a cat nap and went in there just all a hot mess just a mess uh, you know it was in alabama i think yeah, yeah. For you. that was hilarious it's just terrible that's why know? we're so blessed this one is at this hour yes yeah that's what i love about podcasts we can do it on our own time yep. people can download and listening on their own time. Mm-hmm. And we publish on uh, Wednesdays now at like 2 in the morning. And we do that because when you wake up the next day, it's there for you. You know, mm-hmm. <laughs> you can just download and listen whenever you want. So that's what I love about podcasting. Awesome. So, yeah. So, and I love that you're here. And Cherish, she put down the mandolin and picked up a Gibson guitar. Oh, it, yes. That looks beautiful. So awesome. you must be ready to play another song. Yeah, and another guitar. Ooh, I Ooh. love this guitar. That is a beautiful yeah, guitar. It almost looks like a D28, to be mm-hmm. honest with you, but it's... um. It's a blonde instead. It's a blonde. <laughs> it's a blonde. Yeah. And but it's a dreadnought. Gorgeous. Beautiful. Yeah, it's dreadnought. Yeah, yeah. it's gorgeous. But, uh, oh, wait. We've uh, never finished the story about yeah. the, the Songwriter Festival. My bad. Dude, oh. no, no, it's me. What what happens to me is like, <laughs> if there is a way to get from A to B, I will make up 14 letters to get to it. <laughs> it will be like a freaking game we are of brothers. Scrabble. It's ridiculous. <laughs> um, so... <laughs> Yeah, anyway, long story short, okay, and yeah. we ended up... That song, or st- short story long, right? <laughs> either way. That song ended up getting first in the blues yeah. blues category, and we were like, what the heck? I was shocked when that happened. Uh-huh. And then, at the very end of the evening, they were just like, hey, nobody go anywhere. This is the... We have... What ended up happening is that song and another one from this girl named Molly Jean tied for first of the whole festival, and we were like, I was stunned. I mean, wow. absolutely stunned. So they're like, okay, we're going to get you guys back up here. You're going to sing the first verse and chorus of the song to our judges again, and then they're going to judge the melody and the lyrics and everything again, and they'll have a meeting, and then we'll decide. Wow. And at the very end, Molly was sitting right behind me at the at the restaurant. This she's big, amazing. Huge such bar. Yeah, she's girl. such a, one of the coolest folk singers. She's super young. She's like, at the time, I think she was like 14 or 15. I mean, she was really young. Mm-hmm. And now she's Definitely. probably roughly around 20, I guess. Wow. 19, 19 or 20. We'll have to look her up. She's yeah. phenomenal. But um, mm-hmm. yeah, she's just such a, she kind of reminds you of like Gillian Welch or something. Oh, you know? love her. Love yeah. So anyway, um, so uh, we, we're sitting there and like they look right at her, but I'm sitting beside her, you know, basically. And, and they were just like, and the winner is Deep Red. And I was like, what? Because he thought it was her and he was going to congratulate her. Yeah, I was turning her. to congratulate her and I was like, what? I mean, I was absolutely floored. Wow. And it was cool. I ended up winning like a, a, a really nice Epiphone Masterwork guitar and nice. um, just a bunch of cool stuff. It was just the coolest experience. I, I just On a song you least it. expected. Yeah, that was, was you know? so weird. And now, like, when we play that song out, man, I mean, people flip out about that song. Yeah. Like, they ask us constantly, it's like, is that on the CD? And I'm like, no, it was recorded. It was like written well after the CD was recorded. And is that good? goes to show that any, you know, any song that you write, you feel like it's old to you. You just want to put it away and let, let it collect dust. And then you realize that, yeah. you know, 
I Somebody know. out there appreciates it. So I have this one called Louisville Slugger that we wrote like 10 years ago, 12 years ago. Mm-hmm. And um, resurrected it one night at the Camry, I want to say, because it was uh, during the oh, World yeah. Series, you know. And it's a b- story about a baseball bat handed father to son. And I played it, and I haven't been able to stop playing it since. Everywhere <laughs> I seem to go, you yeah. play that baseball bat song. Yeah. So it's, awesome. it, it's really cool. Songs will take on a life of their own after you write them sometimes. Yeah, you know? they do. So some of the ones you never expect, yeah. the ones that happen like that, and you're just like, "What?" I mean, look at Achy Breaky Heart. Oh, you yeah. cannot tell well, me that <laughs> hold the, the rabbit early nineties that yeah. he was like, "This yeah. is going to be a massive hit." You yeah, know? And I, it defined my entire you know, career. I was working in country radio through that whole thing, and I couldn't believe it. I, I still couldn't believe it. You know, and uh, again, short story long. Um, <laughs> we heard that song, started playing it. He had agreed to be on this festival that we were putting on a chili a chili fest that we did in Cincinnati. And over that summer, after we had signed him, that song became phenomenal hit. And we're like, really? But everybody kept calling for it. And we all thought that he would back out. Billy Ray would back out. He's too big of a star now. No, he showed up. And there were 50,000 people on the streets of Cincinnati to watch this guy. Um, Jeffrey Steele's band, Boy Howdy, warmed them up. And when I ran into uh, Jeffrey a few years later, I talked about that tree. He goes, oh, the Elvis show. I go, what do you mean? He goes, it was like Elvis Presley performed. It was crazy. People were hanging off the street lamps and things. So, yeah, I mean, yeah. How awesome. Yeah, Jeffrey nuts. plays a lot with uh, Anthony Smith, man. Yes, Anthony's, love them both. Anthony's a good friend of ours, man. He's yeah. from my, we're from the same hometown. In Are you? Yeah. Yeah. A little town called Oneida. We gonna get him on this show. You somehow. absolutely should, yeah, you man. Should. Anthony's well, a great, great, great. Yeah, he really cool. is a great guy. Yeah. yeah, he really is one of the nicest guys. And honestly, one and a of the great best writer, songwriters in Nashville, in my opinion. He really is. Yeah, his stuff is so good. So, if Jeffrey, if you're listening, I mean uh, Anthony, if you're listening, or friends of Anthony, <laughs> we'll reach out <laughs> yeah, to him. Really. <laughs> he gonna get on this show, uh, Jeffrey. I, I used to do this on uh, uh, TV in Cincinnati, uh, cable TV, and Jeff was on the show a couple times. He's a great songwriter. Oh, so he maybe, is. Maybe we can oh, get man. Jeff back. Uh, He's a great guitarist too. Man. Oh, fantastic guitarist. He really is. So let me ask you this: the story behind Deep Red you just told is that a song that you could play for us on the podcast? I don't want to put you on the spot. Yeah, what do, what do you think? Yeah, do Can it. you do it? Okay. Yeah? All right. We heard the story behind Deep Red. Uh, let's hear the song, guys. Yeah. This is the uh, Dark Waters Project, and you're listening to the Songwriter Connection Podcast. Ain't no rain. Deep red pain All I'm feeling now Ain't no smile Ain't no kiss No deep red stain On my lips Ain't no winner Ain't no game Just rose petals falling and deep red pain And deep red pain She's got ice in her veins Devil fire from her fingertips Gone like yesterday And I've seen the doctor 
There's no covering. Only peace I'll find is the day that I wake up dead. I'm so blue and I'm seeing red, deep dark red. Ain't no celebration It's only night Just smell candles Deep red wine Ain't no morning Ain't no light Just some moonless Lonely, lonely, frozen midnight Cause there ain't no winter From my fingertips Don't like yesterday And I've seen the doctor And there's no covering Only peace I'll find Is the day that I wake up there I'm so blue now Seeing red Deep numb friend you can just feel that pain when you sing that's amazing deep red deep red an award-winning song there from the smoky mountain songwriter festival grand prize winner and that is just fantastic very good somewhere yeah. Yeah. yeah so blue that you're seeing red interesting yeah usually see red um associated with anger but uh, yeah. here it is in pain and i never really thought it that way but it's cool very cool very cool come from a deep place that's yeah. it yeah yeah, it was, um, I don't know, I mean, it wasn't necessarily from a direct personal experience, just like over the years having to deal with shenanigans, mm-hmm. I guess, you know, yeah. <laughs> one of my favorite words of all time. That is one of the greatest words ever. It is, yeah. 
the polar opposite of moist. Yeah, whenever, <laughs> whenever we're, whenever we're on stage, right before he plays it, I always lean forward and I go, "Hey, this isn't about me, by the way." <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Just in case everybody's looking at me, going, God, "Let's make that, that clear on the podcast." What the hell did it she wasn't do? about Cherish. Yeah, they're like that witch. I see her sitting over there. That you know. <laughs> I'm like. Oh. It's like, did that guy date Adele? <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh. She, like, she's pretty cool. Adele, you, know? you do lots of shows. In fact, you've got a full band, don't you? And um, tell us about your band and, and where you all been playing and where you had played. And I know that when I contacted you first, uh, Cherish, you were touring Texas, weren't you? Yeah, we yeah. were. We were all over the place. I think we were passing through. We were going through like Missouri and Oklahoma and Texas, and then mm-hmm. we were going through, um, uh, gosh, everywhere really. Yeah, and we were on our way to Colorado. So yeah, yeah, we had some stuff going on there. Yeah, yeah. there again really soon. Actually, yeah. Are you really okay? They're cool. Playing. We have like. Seven shows in Colorado in April. Wow. Well, mm-hmm. so, yeah, hopefully yeah. we won't get snowed in anywhere. Trying to <laughs> fill our dates back in. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no snow. Yeah, let's not do that. Yeah. Yeah, and I imagine it was tough, you know, going through the COVID. It's been tough for all musicians, uh, COVID. Um, it, it's been tough. But I think, you know, a lot of uh, musicians I've talked to have used the time to, to write uh, and develop the new stuff. So I think... Um, as a result of the COVID, once we get back fully 100%, we're going to hear a lot of great new music, don't you think? Oh, gosh, yeah, yeah. I know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> if we would only known how long uh, COVID would be going on, I think Who'd we would have done so much more, you know? Yeah. But right yeah. now, we're just kind of waiting. So is that the case for you? Did you write a lot of new music? No, we didn't. That was no? the thing, man. For us with COVID, it was weird. Like, because mm-hmm. we had all these shows planned and everything. We had a We had a couple of major tours. We had a chance to play. We were... Well, it's a long story, but we had a, a really long uh, residency. We had a chance to play in, mm. at the beginning of 2000, and it was supposed to be in April 2000. And um, when when it hit, um, it was strange. Like, it, you know, it was two weeks to flatten the curve from yeah. day one. Yeah. And then after two weeks, you're kind of like, okay, when are we gonna going to be able to go out and play yep. again? And then it's like, well, their still numbers are really high. And we're like, crap, okay, so another week, and then another, and then a month, and then three months, and then six months. And then by like June, July of that year, we're like, we've played two shows in four months. Like, what, the, what are we supposed oh, to do? Man. And we were freaking out. So it was like, we were constantly on this. I always felt, I felt so much anxiety through 2020. I mean, we play about 110 shows a year. And we played 44 in 2020, and 20 oh. of those were in January, February, and March oh, before man. it hit. So we we played two dozen shows in ten months, roughly or nine months. You know. Yeah, I mean, I, I can you know when you got anxiety, it's hard to write. Yeah, know? and that yeah. was the thing. Like yeah. it always, it felt constantly like we were going to be going out, out again soon. So I just couldn't sit down and concentrate for that. We yeah. grew a killer garden in twenty twenty. I mean, well, we had the yeah. best garden. Oh Did my, you? Oh my god! We yeah. had cucumbers that would make you blush. They were so big. <laughs> In fact, our friend Barb did. <laughs> Barbara Potter, I don't know if you know, I know ben Barbara. Potter. Did. Yeah. Yes, yes, and I know Ben. They're fantastic. Yeah, yeah we Ben's love an amazing Bar- musician. Barbara's a, a great uh, photographer. She's done your oh, yes. photography, she right? Yes, yes. Yeah, Most amazing. of the stuff on our website, everything is Barbara. Yes, let's plug oh, your website. I wanted to, that was the other thing I want to talk about. You've got your own website, and mm-hmm. people can find it where? Um, darkwatersmusic.com that's Dark Waters, dark waters with an S darkwatersmusic.com check yeah. it out yeah, it's it's great it's chock full of music and got our uh, tour schedule on it and your tour schedule and your merch and, and stuff oh yeah yeah kind, kind of, of. I mean yeah. you can contact us directly for merch but we also have a threadless website too where you can get mm-hmm. kind of 
yeah. you know, different t-shirts and stuff. And I know your music is out on Spotify, just about anywhere you can get music everywhere. today, right? Yeah. It's on mm-hmm. Xbox Live. It's on everywhere. everywhere. I mean, you name it, yeah. And you love it. Just just find it. And uh, um, and that's that's when I found you guys. That's where I discovered Brick in the Wall. You know, I thought, oh, my God, that is amazing. That yeah. made me so happy uh, to yeah, see we, you wearing the, way, the pink Floyd shirt. I was like, all in yes. your I was honor. just about to say that. All in your honor. Yeah. <laughs> so how about another song? I know I, you got that Gibson out, and I changed I got it. lanes on you. So how about wow. another one from Dark Rodders Project? Cool, cool. I didn't know if you had one you wanted to hear. Or mm, all of our them. new ones. This is one of our newest songs. Good. I want to hear a new song. Yeah. So this hasn't been recorded yet, obviously. But... Get your eyes with that 
That is a fantastic Thank hook, too. So Remember much. how to forget? Oh, my yeah. gosh. That's fantastic. Thank yeah. Co-written by both of you t- together? Um, actually, Adam primarily wrote right. that song, yeah. too. Yeah, uh-huh. he's just he just gets this flow going and writes a whole bunch, and yeah. I, I write a little slower. So. Uh-huh. I write yeah. songs in pairs. Uh-huh. Yeah. I do. I write songs in pairs. It's the weirdest thing. Like, really? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'll sit down and write a song, and then another one will pop out of it. It's like a, it's like a gremlin. <laughs> I write songs like gremlins. <laughs> Just don't feed them, right? No. Right. Not after midnight. Yeah. It's after midnight. Yeah. After midnight. After midnight. After dark. Oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> Which incidentally is about the only time I ride is after yeah. midnight. So before I let you go, and I, I got to have one yeah. more song. I want to know a little bit about uh, inspiration and your process uh, of writing. So, I mean, because it's about songwriter connection. Everybody's got their own way. And I, I just love to hear more about yours. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, mine is, uh, mine is primarily from, um, from, uh, meeting new people and hearing their stories Mm -hmm. um and uh of course about pain you know just about going through depression going going through anxiety Mm -hmm. um i write a lot from that but um but adam's you know perception is is different when it comes to writing songs so it's all over the place i get yeah like i'm not i'm not somebody that can just sit down and write a song i mean i can but it, I never, I'll write that song for 30 years. Mm. I'll never be able to like, be like, yes, this is it. Like, I'm really super weird with that. Like, I kind of have to have some kind of an inspiration. When I have an idea, I am tenacious. Mm. Like, it's just like, as soon as it hits me, I'm like, oh crap. And then I start. And that's when it happens. Like, I'll end up writing like a really cool hook that I like or a, a chorus or just some random verse. And then I'll be like, okay. And then I'll end up writing two or three choruses from it or verses. Wow. And they'll end up spinning off to another song. <laughs> And yeah. I'm like, well, crap. Um, well, that's why I'm, you get these two, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's how it happens every wow. single time. It's like that's cool. some kind of weird, th- I don't know what it is, man. I'm dysfunctional when it comes to that. Or maybe it's no, functional. No, I think so. I think that is functional. I guess, I guess I, it's I probably it kind of a blessing and a curse. <laughs> <laughs> I think it is. But I, I'm like you in that yeah. way. I, I, I'll get on a song and I get obsessed with that. Yeah. And it's running through my head all the time. And I keep trying to <laughs> make it resolve. And sometimes I can't. And uh, but eventually, you keep working in it. it you know, you What's funny it. is like I'm right in the middle of writing the song right now <clears> um, called "Born to Chase," uh-huh. and I had this. I loved the chorus for it. Freaking loved it. Mm. What was weird is like I actually started a different song called "Blue Eyed Lightning Bolt," which we <laughs> one of our new ones. Wow! And um, I did <laughs> actually wrote that the verses for it and never could figure out a cool hook or chorus. Yeah. So I wrote the chorus for this other song, the Born to Chase song, and I was like, well, crap, that's not right. So they just wouldn't, they wouldn't mesh. It was like, you know, square peg, round hole. It yeah. just would not mesh and I could Been not there. get them to sound right. So uh-huh. she was like, it's two different songs, Adam. And I was like, uh-huh. crap, you're right. Uh-huh. So I tore them apart and I completely wrote the Blue Eyed Lightning Bolt song, which we actually played at the Commodore a couple of nights ago. We're going to play it again Thursday. It's a really new song. Cool. So we have that one and then we had uh, this other one. I finally wrote a verse for it two nights ago that I'm like 
Yes, and I've, it's been obsessively going through my head. Wow. Like, yeah, know. I know that feeling. Yeah. Is so, that the one you're going to take us out with or something um, else? Whatever you want. No, yeah. we, have, uh, we have one called I Never Meant To that we're going to okay. finish with. Let's do it. Okay. You want to, do you want to do Blue Eyed Lightning Bolt? Whatever. It, <laughs> it's your show, baby. Whatever you like. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, let's this do one. this one. Yeah, let's I do never this meant to. Okay. <clears throat> this do is we need to change instruments? Ones. We do. Oh, no, no I'm no. just, I don't play uh, any other instruments oh, on it. Oh, okay. All right. This is uh, <clears throat> Dark Waters Project and their Dark Grass Music on Sunrider Connection. She's got her reasons and I've got mine I'm a wanderer without her Sometimes all you can do is take some time To find yourself in the after I'm a broken record, she's a hit song I'm a dark moon, she's a new dawn I never meant to start a fire to play this game Love always makes out like a liar When you're caught up in the flames When you're caught up in the flames Don't want you dying the restless heart oh. Don't want to leave you in the embers mm. You'll find another way to fall apart Another heartache to remember I'm a fallen angel Hear the church cry You were holy water I was red wine I never meant to start a fire I never meant to start a fire. I never meant to start a fire. My goodness, what a great song. Not recorded yet? 
no, you got to record that. Yeah. That's that's a hit. That is a great song. Oh, thank you yeah. so much. Fantastic. Love it. You just started a fire, I think. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I, I think you did. Uh, Dark Waters Project, our this guest. This is the first recording of that right here. Right here. <laughs> and and right you're here. hearing it first. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Oh, thank you so much for taking the time. Cheers, Hamby. And And Adam as well. Good to see you. And pleasure. thanks for spending the time. It was absolutely our pleasure. Oh, man. Enjoyed it. Every bit of it. I'm a super fan. Folks, find them. Listen to their music. It's out there wherever you find music. Dark Waters Project. Uh, thanks for being on the Songwriter Connection. We're on podcast. all the social medias too, except for TikTok because I'm not a 14 year old girl. But, um, <laughs> he says that all the time. <laughs> so yeah, we're on Instagram. We're pretty active on Instagram. Sometimes on Twitter, and then on Facebook. Like you can give us a shout on those. We might end up getting others. I don't know. We're working on. We have a YouTube channel too. It's got a few videos. Nothing. Yeah, it crazy, does. But, I was on that this morning. Yeah, yeah. check it out. Trying to them. find good quality videos is the problem. Like, yeah. Yeah. I hear you. Yeah. Well, thanks again for sharing your talents. We certainly Dave, appreciate thank it. Thank you so much. It was um, a pleasure. Oh, man. My pleasure. Thank you know, you. we've got a couple of great shows coming up for you next. Um, I want to thank Bev Mosier right now of Be Noticed. Uh, uh, they're a great uh, public relations uh, firm, and um, they've been uh, putting some great artists on our and songwriters on the show. Uh, in the next couple of weeks, thanks to Bev, we're going to have uh, Kent Blazy. Um, he's a Nashville Songwriter Hall of Fame member. Uh, he's written big songs for Garth Brooks. Um, lots of big songs for Garth Brooks and others. And uh, John Barry is going to be our guest, who's got a new Christian project out. John's an amazing singer with amazing stories. So we hope that you'll join us on future Songwriter Connection podcast. Thank you. Thank you for listening to the Songwriter Connection podcast. Find us on social media at Songwriter Connection. Also, listen to Dave Lanahan's Nashville Connections radio show. It streams live every Friday morning on WOBL and WNOI. Look for us on Facebook and YouTube. See you next time on Songwriter Connection.